morning, everyone. This is Judith I hope You're listening to Mad Love. I'm up and out and about walking before work. And it's a pretty day. It's really lovely. Um, well, apparently the heat is coming back. Uh, we've got a break from the heat last week because it was scorching. Uh, but unfortunately, it flooded. So areas that are nowhere near a river flooded. And that was quite extraordinary to see. I mean, I actually saw someone the other day claim that Al Gore is some sort of scam artist because he was talking about climate change. But if I recall that movie correctly, almost everything he said that was going to happen is happening. So it's like it's drought half the places, it's flooding half the places. Morning. It's a, a lot of stuff um, going on. And Al Gore called it in a movie called An Inconvenient Truth. So if you can find it, you should watch it. If you didn't watch it 20 years ago, because it's fascinating. And these climate deniers, I'm not under, under I'm not understanding what they're not so sure about because clearly climate uh, change is happening. And instead of pretending that it's a political issue, I'm not sure why we just won't do something about it when we can. And it's only going to inconvenience people. It's not going to inconvenience the earth. We're just going to burn the planet up and it's going to kick us off because we aren't gracious guests. And that's what happens. So anyway, it's a nice day today, but I'm bracing for that heat to come back. And then it's supposed to rain at the end of the week, so uh, it could flood again. I mean, it flooded twice last week. And I was watching the news. Thankfully, I didn't have any problems. I mean, I'm tired of problems, so I'm sure God was like, great. We don't have to flood Judith Culp's house. And I appreciate that. Um, So, yeah, we uh, had floods last week, and it's supposed to rain again. And I was watching the news, and the guy was like, don't worry. It won't be like Tuesday. And then he came back on. I think this was Thursday. He came back on and he was like, um, there is a little flooding. And I was like, I thought you just said it was going to be like Tuesday. So anyway, so I had uh, an issue. So I've been having problems with one of my rental cars on Turo. So anybody who wants to get on Turo, because I talk to a lot of people about it and they all go, oh, I should be doing that. And I'm like, dude, it's not passive income. Don't think you're just going to send your car out, you know, back to back to back to back, and you're never going to have to clean it or fix things. Uh, For one of my cars, I've had to fix the visor clips uh, because the dealer would charge something like $500 for something that seemed relatively easy. I fixed my own visor clips. I've uh, been trying to fix the seat issue that I'm having. And the reason why I can't charge a guest for it is I don't know which guest damaged it because I'm going to guess it was one guest who, but I can't, I don't know. I can't pinpoint. That's the problem. So I don't want to be like, yeah, charge this guest and it's not that person. And I don't know. So I've just been trying to fix it. And what should be an easy fix is a hard fix. And anyway, I've explained this to several guests because every adhesive I've tried, it melts because it's 110 degrees in the car. So 
I've tried all these different things. Most of the guests have been very, very understanding because I don't want to leave them in a lurch without a car. And I don't want to take the car off the road for something that seems innocuous. Most of them have been cool. Most of the people either didn't give me a review at all or they just said it was still a great service. Well, not yesterday. Yesterday, I think I had a Karen. And I've had only had two guests that were Karen. One was a man and one was a woman. No, three. Two male Karens and one was a woman. And so this lady, and I knew she was going to do this because I had, I just had a feeling. I kept chatting to her, over-explaining things, trying to manage her expectations. And she gave me a four-star review because the seat cover fell off. And even though she goes, yeah, the car was clean. It was easy to find, convenient service, good host, but the air conditioning didn't blow cold immediately and the car cover fell off of the, of the driver's seat. So she gives me four stars for that. So then I'm like, okay, but you had a good experience and the car was available to you. You were only driving around locally. I explained to you many times, you know, what was going on with that car cover. And, you know, like I said, those adhesives just melt when the car is that hot. So anyway, it just became a, a thing for her. And she gave me four star review. That's my first four star review. And it just really bothered me because, you know, I explained everything to her and she had a good experience and all of her, her notes to me were very cheery and chummy, but I, I just had a feeling about her. It's like the guy who, and, and this wasn't true at all, the guy who was being all chipper and chummy and then puts in the review that the tire tread is low. And I'm like, dude. I just talked to you. I think I texted him. I was like, What's the, what are you talking about with the tire tread? Those are new tires. Oh, it just looked a little low to me. Don't put that shit in my review. You know what I mean? It makes people think I'm sending you out in a dangerous car. And I take this very seriously. And if I thought it was a danger, I'd pull the car off the platform. So I'm probably going to trade it in this week because it's just giving me too many headaches. And, you know, I will say what I've learned about this car uh, is you don't want to put an older Audi up on Turo, especially if you've had to make repairs on it before it went up on Turo. See what I'm saying? And I think in the future, if I ever get another Audi, because I own two, if I get another one, I'm just going to lease it because they're beautiful to look at. But when they have problems, they're prickly and expensive. And that's the opposite of what you want on Turo. I'll just tell you that right now. Sorry, I'm on a hill. So anyway, that is that. So if you want to start a business, you have to be prepared for Karens. You're not always going to get good reviews. And the only reason why I call those people Karens is because they don't say those things to me. They didn't write it in a note. One guy did write it in a note, but I thought a couple of his suggestions were asking a bit much, like having to wait for a car to defrost when it's 20 degrees outside. I don't, the defroster works. 
you just have to have some patience. And then I think the other thing he wanted was like a, a holder for his cell phone. I'm like, look, dude, you're renting a 10-year-old BMW. It drives great. It's clean. It's safe. That's all I'm responsible for. I'm not responsible for holders for your phone. And it's not outrageous. Because I talked to some millennials and they were like, it's not outrageous to ask for an ice scraper. I was like, it's not. But, dude, don't write it to me like I'm a bad host because I didn't put an ice scraper in there. You know, and you had to wait for the defroster. And then this lady with the the air, I literally, because she was texting me, does the air conditioner work? And I'm like, yeah, I just got out of the car. It works. But it's 100 and literally inside that car is 110 degrees. So, yes, it's going to blow out hot first. Then it's going to get cold. I mean, it was really a span of a minute. And she actually put that in my review. What? Listen, a lot of people have way too high expectations for a car they're getting for like, what, $49 a day that's 10 years old. I'm sorry, it just annoys the crap out of me. Because you have to be, I'm not realistic, but come on, what are you expecting? You know, I put very clearly in the descriptions the age of the cars, the condition of the cars, and what to expect. So that just really annoyed me. I guess I'm a perfectionist. Well, especially if I, if it's if something's my fault, I'll fall on my sword. But I can't help it that it's hot outside and the air conditioning didn't blow. No car blows super cold immediately. Uh, you can always tell. Usually, if they ask me too many questions in the beginning, I just encourage them to cancel and find another car. This lady seemed like she was going to be cool, but she wasn't. Anyway, that's the risky run. So that's the other part when I, all these YouTube people are telling you to start your own business. You got to be excellent with customer service. And it's hard because some customers don't want to be happy. They're going to look for reasons to, you know, poo-poo your service. So I got to upgrade the car because it's costing me money. And uh, it's booked up pretty much for August. And I just can't go through this for another month. Like, I can't fix this seat, and I don't want to pay $500 at the dealer to get the seat fixed. So, small business woes. But anyway, life is actually going really, really well. Uh, can't complain too much. Just complaining about people who have unrealistic expectations from a 10-year-old churro car. You know? If the service was good, the car actually shouldn't matter unless the thing is, you know, a hazard on the road. That's the way I feel about it. So, as you can see, I'm being passive aggressive because I cannot yell at this lady about it and she doesn't listen to my podcast. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, about, I don't I would say 98% of my guests have been great. 2% are... are excellent guests and it's probably like one percent that's just like annoying anyway i hope everybody has a great monday get after it happy august take care